we interrupt this broadcast to bring you a breaking content warning. This podcast, which has escaped and is headed towards Slaughter Swamp, has occasionally been known to talk about dirty things, including penises, and often says the fuck word. You have been warned. Hi, everybody. I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts, and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying higher in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Slaughter Swamp to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach... What's our question this week? What is the best not secret base? Now this this question exists 100% because when we were doing the last with the secret base question, we kept thinking of not secret bases. Not secret bases and we were getting frustrated. So, because this is not a listener question, this is an us question, I will ask if it is better to do not secret base or just overall just like secret base allow secret bases in here as well. I just wonder on that one because we've already fucking done that episode. Editor and so is Stephen here. I want to say I'm okay with including secret bases now because having done that episode and talking about it, I've come up with other answers that would fall in the category of secret that I think would probably be my front pick now that I thought about them <laughs> that I would still put in like in a category of overall best base. If we do that, we need to at least just not have the same conversation we fucking had last time. So like yeah. we'll we'll drop out the fucking, you know, Batcave and the Fortress of Solitude and mm-hmm. Krakoa. I don't remember if we talked about Krakoa last time. We talked about Krakoa and we talked about uh, the Xavier Institute. We were both on mixed ends on whether or not. Okay, so those ones could go up in there. You're but, gonna say Krakoa, aren't you? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But like, <laughs> I have all new things. But the one... Here's the thing. Themyscira the, was the one that didn't come up last ooh, that's time. that's a good one. That I was hanging out with the stowaway, and we were crawling through the vents, and we saw you picking the question, and he immediately had a question that pertains to what my number one answer would be. And does the TARDIS... What does the TARDIS count as? Because TARDIS is my number one. It's definitely, like, secret... As long as it doesn't count... As long as it counts as a base and not merely as... And that it's no, not really... No, but also, like... In and what limited uh, Doctor Who watching I've done, like the fucking government knows when it drops. Like they know how to track it enough that, like, when it shows like it's, up, it, it's not intentionally kept a secret. I mean, that's partially just because but by its nature, it's rather secretive. Video cameras everywhere in Britain. Yeah, CCTV uh, and all that. They jazz. are not subtle about it there. Okay, so the TARDIS. I'm having a hard time arguing it, even though I want to, because it is a ship. It is 100 percent a ship. So in the same way, I guess you could argue that the fucking Starship Enterprise counts. I'm saying fuck a lot in this, but whatever. <laughs> well, you're very, um, very passionate and heated about About this. the Starship Enterprise. Oh. But, uh, well, that 100%. <laughs> but also, I mean, especially the TARDIS is his home more than anything else. Like, So I kind of guess it depends on what you constitute as a base. But I guess if the TARDIS just, like, landed and stayed there, it just becomes another room of the place. So I'm not going to say it can't count. It beats everything else I thought of. I think that's why I'm mad about it. But <laughs> I mean, would you, if that case, would you count, like, the helicarrier? The helicarrier is the other reason why I think I have to roll with it. Because I think the helicarrier... The helicarrier feels different to me as a ship... Maybe because I never see the helicarrier, like, flying through space kind of thing. Like, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like, definitely would fall under the category of, like, secret. Not that we're... We've decided that we're not going to let that happen. I actually put a lot of thought into this. I'm going to make the argument was supposed to be secret. Open secret? (laughs) Open secret. Uh, (laughs) Especially by later on... Like, 
it's it's almost like a secret of like yeah, we have this giant fucking helicarrier. We're not going to tell you where That's it's That's all at. you get to know. You, we're not going to tell you anything. We And, oh, we're going to tell you we can make it invisible. In the 20th century of comic books, the helicarrier was a secret. It was always hidden under cloud cover and stuff like that, or turned invisible or uh-huh. whatever. In the 21st century, especially was... under the writing of Brian Michael Bendis, they got lazy, and the helicarriers just hang out above New York all the friggin' time. I mean, why not in that universe, in all honesty? I'm not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't make sense. I'm saying that the whole concept of it as a secret base really quickly falls apart. Like, it's not... Then you have other bases that are not not necessarily secret, just unknown. In that, like, Sanctum, Sanctum Sanctorum, I feel like it's not... It's secret, but it's also... Well, there's an issue of... Such a level of, like, fucking unknowable for the average Joe. Uh, But there's an issue of Doctor Strange. We read it for New Byland where it's uh, all of his neighbors know what the Sanctum Sanctorum is. They don't necessarily know the scale. They just know that... Oh, he does the... the, the, Like, this is the strangest place and it's it's a lot more fucked up than what it looks from the outside. We guarantee It's magic. (laughs) Yesterday, a Hulk walked out of your house. Obviously, it's a thing, Stephen. (laughs) So, yeah. Also, the end result is it's this, like, demon corporation thinks that he's hiding something there, and they keep trying to buy it out. <laughs> and he eventually reveals the big secret of Bleecker Street is he just fucking likes it because the people are friendly and, like, help each other out. And he's so got- leave him the fuck alone. He has good neighbors, which, holy shit, makes a world of difference, having had bad neighbors and good neighbors. Oh, God. Yeah. I- he's like... Because it's a lovely street with lovely people on it. <laughs> There's a bakery down the street that does some really good fucking buns. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know where to get good fucking Mexican food around the other corner. I'm happy here, guy. That's why I want to stay. Helicarrier, I think it's an honorable mention. I don't think it can win partially because the older I get, the less I like the concept of S.H.I.E.L.D. Also, yeah, it's very militaristic. Yeah, it, it, it's the CIA, but worse. And the CIA is scary enough as it is, not because they're, like, the secret shadow government, but because they have too much money and too much time on their hands, and they do nothing but cause trouble with Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sanctum Sanctorum might win. I have to mention Titan Tower, though. I love Titan's Tower, partially because it's a giant fucking T, usually in San Francisco Bay, which seems like a terrible place to keep a, a, a building with that wild of a structure set up to it. I also need to split the difference and mention, I forget his name, but Dr. Fate's Tower. Ooh, Ooh. it's the, the Tower of Fate. Yeah. Oh, the Tower of Fate. Yeah, no, it's very... Tower of Fate's cool. I'm... See, my beyond whether... Since I didn't know whether we were going to count the TARDIS or not, my next answer is also a tower. I'm going to go with Tower of High Sorcery at Palanthus from Dragonlance, which is the one that got cursed and Raceland eventually took over. God, you're a Raceland fanboy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do also like the concept of, of Avengers Tower. But I'm also a sucker for any tower. When it comes to the Avengers, I prefer the mansion, but that's just because I'm old school. Yes. I Between the two, I think the mansion's better. In the 21st century, I, I think understand it, it why they went with the tower. Yes, yeah, I get it. It's just like, oh yeah, Young Justice. Very briefly, after they didn't have Happy Harbor anymore, and this is the comic book, not the cartoon. Just they took the same idea of Titan's Tower, but they didn't make it a tower. They just had a building in the big shape of a Y that I always kind of liked. That was like their base. Like the Pentagon is like a Pentagon, like it is like a Y. Yes, it was the Young Justice headquarters, and it was just 
shaped like a Y. Like, it, it, it's exa everything I describe it as. And it didn't get used much because the series didn't last too much longer once they had it, but it was their equivalent of Titan's Tower because the Titans were living in Titan's Tower. But it didn't make me, like, terrified to stand in a couple, build, uh, couple rooms like I feel like Titan's Tower would. Yeah, being on any of those uh, edge parts would make me uncomfortable. That seems structurally uh, improbable. I had an apartment in college that was a... First of all, it was like a duplex, but it was a garage. And then upstairs was a... Like, the apartment itself was directly above the garage. And then there were two bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs from there in, like, a partial... Mm -hmm. I guess third story, if you count the garage as the first story. But thanks to strange design choices, the bedrooms both went out farther than the garage did because they had, like, a, an awning over the garage, but it was just the fucking apartment oh, above. Right. And then they had, like, you know, some support beams and stuff. But especially if you were on the third floor one, which I was, if you had sex, the whole apartment shook and oh. swayed. As a, as a fat person, this is my nightmare. <laughs> so you knew what every single person... In, and it's not, like... F I, that makes it sound more terrifying than it was, but you're definitely like, is the house moving? Hey, good job, buddy! <laughs> but, like, um... Oh, no, just as a person who's constantly uh, self-consciously anxious about, like, his presence and taking up too much oh, space. Oh, my bed squeaks, too. <laughs> Everyone knew everything that was happening in my life. <laughs> Oh, God, that sounds... <laughs> this is why I'm going with my choice, because it's like everybody stays away because it's surrounded by the Shoikin Grove, an enchanted forest that can inspire fear in a kender. Which is like they're incapable of fear. Kenders are like hobbits if they were kleptomaniacs. By nature. Intrinsic nature. <laughs> I think I have to go with the Sanctum Sanctorum. I think... Because, like, Tower of Fate... Fucking awesome. I think it's a cooler structure. I kind of wish I would have thought about the Tower of Fate. But one, on the outside, the Tower of Fate looks boring as crap. That's true. At least the Sanctum Sanctorum has that cool weird window. And two, of the ones to live in, I'd rather live in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Plus, maybe Bats the Ghost Dog will be there. Ooh, good point. Very good point. Very... <laughs> Very good point. You just won me over. I was going to bring up Atlantis, but now I don't care anymore. Yeah, I still just really want my edgy wizard's tower. No, that's it's all for it. We seem to want to live in wizard places. I'm not going... I, I would argue Atlantis somewhat in the same way that I would argue Kokoa or, like, uh, you mentioned Themyscira. They're kind of more countries or cities than yes, they are really a base. work as well, I feel. Krakoa is arguable. Krakoa, because it's a little island. Although Ascension if, Island. If you get that, I get to count Kui 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 from JLI, which was their, uh, uh, before all the X-Men moved to Krakoa and they had the whole, like, modern Hickman thing, was just their making fun of the, mm, the sentient mm -hmm. island of Krakoa. And it was Blue Beetle and Booster Gold set up a, like, weird vacation resort place, not realizing that the island of Kui 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 is alive and got up and left on them. That's hilarious. Okay, so I do have to actually just go with the TARDIS, because the more I think about it and not, not... If I try to put it into the vehicle category of, like, a spaceship or anything mm -hmm. else, it just comes back to more of a headquarters and base to me. That could be anywhere. Old school Doctor Who, where you never actually saw it flying through the air? I agree. More modern Doctor Who, where you'll actually see it spinning through time and space and stuff. Which is cool, but it makes it feel more like... I know the line between ship and base is incredibly vague, but for me at least, I think I have to go Sanctum Sanctorum. 
Death Star is technically a base, but it's also a big evil explodey thing. I mean, it's definitely not a moon. So it sounds like the answers are Sanctum Sanctorum and the Tarkus. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I Also will... just various wizard towers, we apparently. We like towers here. It's a very yeah. phallic room, apparently. They remind me of bongs. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I'm very phallic and he's just a giant stoner based off these responses. I also like dicks, though. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> Not crazy myself, but, you know, whatever. In order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep this expedition's theme of DC villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on Goldface? Nothing. Nope. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a long time since I haven't even had a, like, guess. I keep thinking of Goldbug, but that's Marvel. One I was going to suggest, and then I realized that he uh, was Marvel. Oh, God, he's another Green Lantern (laughs) villain. (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose, but when I saw that, I thought it was kind of funny. Oh, I've seen his design before. He's got kind of a cool helmet. That's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like the Marvel, like, you know how, in, especially in those early gen Marvel movies, they only did, like, the evil alternate version of the hero? He kind of looks like he's the evil alternate version of Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. I see that. Well. <laughs> That's it for today, folks. <laughs> exactly. We're taking off. <laughs> Uh, but before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at earfirm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. <laughs>